Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene. And ah, my, my, my. I listened to the song and it said that you thought of me and you took the fall. Hallelujah. How many people have ever done that for us? Glory to God. I've been in positions, hallelujah, where I took the blame for something that someone else did. Hallelujah. And you don't mind doing that for someone that you really do love and care about, especially when you see that they can't handle the repercussions, but you know that you can. Come on now. And here our father, he did exactly the same thing. Hallelujah. Uh, he knew, glory to God, that we couldn't handle what was going to happen, glory to God, had he not stepped out of glory and took our place. Ah, And people like that, you um always feel some kind of connection to. Amen. If you've ever had a mother or an older brother or sister, someone stand up and stand in front of you and say, uh, listen, I got this, and you're not going to touch her or you're not going to bother him or whatever, it just makes you feel so safe and so secure. And that's what we need to be feeling the same way with our father. When the enemy comes in and tells us that, you know, uh, this not going to happen or that's not going to happen, and then you remember the work that he did for you, the substitutionary work, and, and how he took your place, glory to God, hallelujah, how he stood in your stead, glory to God, and, and took all your sin and mine upon his own self and dealt with the agony of the cross, how can you not believe him and trust him? Uh, you know, I still talk about Spencer. Come on now. And how many years ago was that? He was my first a boyfriend. But I just can't forget the times that, you know, people thought that they were going to step to me because, you know, I didn't have a, uh, any brothers or, you know, anybody in, you know, um, that could fight for me, you know, and in the projects. And then my sister and I were talking about that, I believe it was Saturday, how we didn't even realize the situation that we were under, how things become normal. When you're in certain situations, you just think that that's just how the world is, glory to God. I didn't realize that every time she would go across a street, we lived on Vernon Boulevard, and the street across from us, there was three uh, streets in, uh, in Queensbridge Projects and, and two sides for each, you know, and it was always called the 40th side of Vernon Boulevard, the 40th side of 10th Street, the 40th side of 12th Street, and then you have the 41st side. And so it was a big project. So I told you, I found out that it was the largest projects in the world. And my sister was telling me that every time she would go to the store on 10th Street that she would have to fight. And I never knew that. A couple of times I do remember she had a fight, but I don't remember that every single time that she went through that block that she had to fight somebody. Some of y'all lived in neighborhoods as well, and you understand what I'm talking about. But unless you've ever uh, went through that and then someone came and said, listen, if you fight her or you fight him, you got to fight me too. Uh, uh, you start uh, admiring that person and you know that uh, that person has uh, some weight and people move out the way, uh, you start saying, hmm, this is who I'm going to hang with. This is who I want to be around. And that's what happened to me. And so I still remember all the times that people like, oh, wait a minute, uh, don't bother her because she's with Spencer. Well, now, thank God, uh, all of us are with Spencer. Come on now. All of us, hallelujah, have the Father, glory to God, who got our back, and there's nothing like it. And then Spencer had eight sisters. He was the only guy, so maybe he felt like he had to prove something so nobody would think, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that he was like his sisters or that he was a punk or something. I don't know how he got uh, those fighting hands. I don't know how he got that strength, but he had it. And so 
Not only did I have him, uh, glory to God, uh, because he was the, uh, the, the the brother. He wasn't the oldest one in the family, but he was the brother, and he's the one that had the name in the projects. Then all the sisters, glory to God, I had them as well. And then I think of them that they're like the angels, glory to God. And it was a lot of them, hallelujah. And so many times I would be going up on 10th Street again because this is where all the stores were, come on. And sometimes there'd be somebody, you know, uh, they call it, the kids call it mean mugging, you know, looking like, yeah, what, what you going to do? And ah, then they were like, oh, wait a minute, that's Spencer girl, uh-huh. And so they knew. Or maybe one of his sisters was like, what you doing, you know? They were always around, just like the angels of the Lord are always with us. Come on now. And sometimes we don't even realize that the, we have guardian angels until we get into a problem. Hallelujah. And for those of you that have been in dangerous times, uh, some of you uh, have been talking about lately that you felt the brush of a, an angel or you could feel their presence. Hallelujah. And so today, you know, I know that um, Spencer, you know, isn't uh, a prototype <laughs> for Jesus, but I'm trying to make, <clears throat> excuse me, an allegory. I'm trying to show you, glory to God, uh, that even in the natural, uh, many things uh, correlate in the spirit. And that's way, you know, we can remember and understand. Sometimes I feel like Jesus in the fact that I will tell a parable. People think, oh, she's just telling her business. I don't mind telling my business if it's going to make you understand more clearly the relationship that we have with Jesus. I think in the past, many of our pastors and not um probably on purpose, it made it seem like it was so far away that only certain people could come in his presence. Even though the veil was ripped in twain and we had access now to go into the Holy of Holies, still many of our people in our churches uh, try to make us feel like if you're not in the place that I'm in, that God don't talk to you. Or if you're not a pastor or a preacher or a prophet or an apostle, that you just, you know, uh, you low on the totem pole. No, it's not like that. We all have access. Jesus wants to walk and talk and, and be close to every one of us. Everything that he does with one, he'll do with another. He's no respecter of persons. That's why I love when Paul started uh, teaching and he said, you know, I prophesy all the time, but we all can prophesy. That's my prayer that everybody prophesy. You know, thank God for the prophets and those of us that are prophets. Yes, there's some things that God gives us and some mysteries that he tells us that he might not tell everybody else. But many of the things that the prophet can do, so can anybody. All they have to do is yield uh, their members to Jesus, and he'll use you. He's looking for people that he can use, glory to God. And not just use, he wants to have a friendship with you. It's nothing worse than having somebody in your life that uh, just wants to use you for their own agenda. Uh, many of us have been through that as well. We've been in ministries where the people, they didn't care about us. Uh, they just wanted to use us for our gifts, especially those of us uh, that are prophets. Or uh, they wanted to use us for our talents, for uh, those that might have, you know, a technical uh, savvy or or money or whatever it is. Come on now. Or can sing. Uh, they have you singing every uh, service. Come on now and take you and, 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 you know, and then act like they don't know you when you get back to the church. She's teaching this morning. But I'm saying that, that you know, that's not what uh, Jesus wants to do. He, he loves using you because we are his hands and, and, and his feet on this earth. Glory to God. But he also wants to have fellowship with you. He doesn't when you get back to the church. Now he doesn't know you. No. He wants to know uh, more about you. Hallelujah. He wants to talk to you. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants to spend time with you. And many people don't understand that. They think that it's just for a certain elite. No, it's for everybody. It's from the smallest to the greatest. Hallelujah. 
I have uh, grandbabies, and I can't wait uh, to talk to them about Jesus. Hallelujah. As soon as they can talk, hallelujah. I want them to know that Jesus loves you and that he wants to use you, even as a baby. I love seeing the videos where the the babies are in a church and uh, they're praising God. Sometimes you can tell that they're just imitating what they've seen others do, but sometimes you can see the anointing on those babies. Sometimes you can see them caught up. Uh, just that that baby that you see riding in the car and the and the, the the song comes on and she just starts waving her little hands and you can see she goes somewhere. Hallelujah! Ha! She's uh, uh, supping glory to God uh, with her daddy. That's so blessed. We must teach our children and our grandchildren, and and if we live long enough and Jesus tarries, our great-grandchildren, uh, that Jesus loves them above all, above everything. He loves them. And so I'm so glad that we are celebrating this time where a lot of people are turning back towards um uh, and remembering, hallelujah. You know, I, I always told you, oh, the South, blah, blah, blah. But yesterday when I got to go out, glory to God, I was looking on um, uh, riding past Wendy's, and I saw where um, uh, they said that um, uh, on their sign, it said something about Jesus being crucified. I'm like, Wendy's? And it was closed, you know? And we were laughing because a lot of places were closed down here, except for, like, maybe places that you can eat and stuff. Because the people, they respected the holiday. And I thought that that was so blessed. And I thank God that I'm around um, believers. And, and um, God blessed me to be able to uh, to minister to, you know, uh, someone in the street. And y'all know that's what I love to do. And, and then uh, my son like, go ahead, my prophesy. I'm like, you they so funny. My kids are funny. Wait till you meet them in Atlanta. They're funny. And um, I'm like, child, shut up. And so some things, you know, the lady was surprised, you know, because there are still people that can see, glory to God. And I'm, I'm blessed and I'm, I'm grateful to be one of them. I, I pay the price. Please know that. My, my, my. He paid it all. Uh, but uh, those of you that are being used by God, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's why I thank God when they pray for, you know, no backlash and no retaliation. But the devil could care less about that prayer. I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings. Uh, but when, he's still going to try. Uh, maybe it's a lesson because we prayed. But if you are used by God, child, hold on and then and, and say, Lord, I thank you uh, that you would give me the grace to go through it. And guess what? Another thing. After a while, the enemy, he don't want to keep bothering you because he's going to keep getting whipped. But I'm saying that to say that when you're going out into the streets and, and you're snatching people out of the hands of the enemy, uh, he's a coming. Hallelujah. And so it was blessed. Hallelujah. And then this morning I paid for it in the sense that it was very hard to, uh, to, to get it together this morning. Some mornings I can shatando Shabbat because of the fellowship all night. Uh, but sometimes the enemy's just mad. And you all know that in your own life. But the good news is I'm on the line. Amen. And I'm going to be doing what I got to do all day long because there's an anointing to do it. And so the enemy's going to fight all of us, but especially those of us that are doing the work of an evangelist. And so don't be surprised. Uh, the Bible says, um, don't think it's strange because of this uh, uh, trial, glory to God. I think it's not strange concerning the fiery trial uh, because some of these things, they're coming, and, and, and that's okay. Those of us that are soldiers, we have to endure hardness as a good soldier. Well, how do you do that, Apostle? That's where you have to look and check. Am I dressed properly? Come on now. In the spirit realm, glory to God. I mean, you guys can pray all day long for the backlash and the retaliation, but if I don't pick up the sword of the spirit and fight the enemy myself, uh, there's going to be some hits. Come on now. Hallelujah. And so we must pick up this word. We have to, uh, sometimes you don't even have time all the time uh, to read the word, and I understand that. Even though we seem to have time for everything else, 
But if you can't, at least listen to the word. At least listen to the word in song. You know, uh, uh, don't keep it on the station where you know you're hearing about the, uh, um, you know, the uh, the old love songs, or or you're listening to the news that's going to have you afraid to even come out your house. No, uh, keep your uh, your uh, your uh, radios when you're in the car or your CD players with something that's going to edify your spirit, and so you're still getting built up in your most holy faith, so that when the enemy comes, and he will, hallelujah, uh, you're you're ready for him, you're strong, you're fortified, amen. I thank God that we have to keep putting on this helmet of salvation, and then um. Uh, sometimes we forget, and so then our mind is going a million miles an hour, like mine was this morning, about the 50 million billion things that I have to do, oh, glory to God, things that haven't gotten taken care of. Uh, and I'll be meeting with some of y'all that are part of the planning committee uh, because there's some things that I just want to uh, tie up some loose ends. I want to make sure that we're uh, crossing our T's and dotting our I's. Uh, but there's some things at the end of the day that we just have to trust God to do. I can do all the planning I want to do, and you too. The Bible lets us know that we have plans. Come on now. And God laughs at our plans. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because at the end of the day, God has a plan. And so that's why it's important for us to stay close and connected to him so that we're walking in his plan. Come on now. But then even that, sometimes he'll change up the plan at the last time, at the last minute. And I think that's funny uh, because that, to me, just reminds me that, listen, at the end of the day, I'm still God, and I got this. And I know this is what you thought was going to happen, but watch how I do it. I think it's exciting. I love to see him come in, hallelujah, and just show up and show out. You just never know, hallelujah, what and how he's going to do. But he's always going to do something that's going to bless you and bless others. And so this morning, I'm just glad that above all else, hallelujah, that he got my back, hallelujah, and he got your back. Come on now. And, then, you know, we might not have Spencer. Spencer's going on to be with the Lord, hallelujah. And some of y'all had a Spencer in your life. Some of y'all had an older brother or a sister or a dad or, or whoever, glory to God, or a good friend that you fight me. You got to fight all of us. Amen. And I got her or I got him. Thank God for those people. You know why? Uh, Because they were just uh, someone, uh, a foreshadow of the Jesus. Hallelujah. Our daddy, our savior, our redeemer that we will come to meet later on. And hallelujah. And how if we could trust those people, come on now. uh, They were just flesh and blood. But when they said, I got you, we knew they meant it. How much more does the Father mean it? Come on. How much more does Jesus mean it uh, when he says, I got you? And then the Holy Spirit, he doesn't even leave. He doesn't go home to his own house. Come on now. Hallelujah. He's here. Glory to God. Uh, Jesus sent him, glory to God, to protect us and to be with us and, and to strive with us. And to strengthen us. Come on. And so uh, we got it. We got it. And when we look at it like that, it's much easier to navigate. It's much easier to face tomorrow. Um, like our um, our Deacon John sang for us that was so beautiful. Glory to God. Uh, I can face tomorrow because he lives. And not only just because he lives, but because he got me. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of people around here that's living. They could care less about us. But this Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, This man from Galilee, uh, the one, hallelujah, that uh, took the fall for all of us, hallelujah, and uh, put us first, he here. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he's here, and I'm glad he loves us. Heidi's talking about come closer. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And that's Psalm 51 and 12. 
That kind of joy, Psalm 51 joy, is possible now. Aren't you glad you don't have to wait 37 years to see the goodness of God in your life? I know I am. My sister was as far from God as she could get. Yet in one moment, she was undone by his holy, wonderful power. That sounds like our prophetess speeches. That's something she always says, uh, glory to God. Uh, that's why she has the um, mentality and the and the spirit that she has, uh, because where some of us would be like, oh, man, uh, our prophetess speeches always talks about in one second, God can do something to change it. And I love that. I love that spirit. Glory to God. And that's real. And that's what our Heidi Baker is reminding us as well. Uh, it might have taken a long time for you to uh, get to a certain place, but when you hanging with Jesus, come on now. Uh, he can change any situation at any time. Glory to God. With just a... Um, a look, <laughs> just a touch, come on now, with a little flick of his big hand, hallelujah, everything can change. And so she had been praying for her sister, and just like many of us are praying for people, come on now, and God can change it, hallelujah. And the thing is, we don't know the day or the hour, and that's why we can't give up. That's why we cannot stop praying and trusting him, amen? She said, my sister was as far from God as she could get, yet in one moment, she was undone by his holy, wonderful power, no one is too hard for him to change and reach with his incredible, miraculous, healing love. She said, nobody. Now, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember, but uh, some of us remember, especially those of us from New York, uh, about the son of Sam. Remember he was going around killing people? He would hear voices. And I'm going to tell you something else. Guess what? The son of Sam lived where I lived in Co-op City in the Bronx, New York. When they found the son of Sam, he was in Co-op City uh, in um. Uh, Section 5 is what we called it. Like he was on the other side of, you know, Co-op City, far from where I was, but that's not the point. The point was the son of Sam, the one that said he would hear dogs and they would tell him what to do, and he was killing up everybody in New York, and people were afraid to go out because the son of Sam, um, he lived in Co-op City. But guess what? While the son of Sam, after he killed up all those people, serial killers, do you know that he got saved in prison and that he's a preacher? Isn't that something? And I always think about that, that there's nobody beyond God healing and delivering. And he was Jewish as well. And so you have it twofold. He was Jewish, and that's hard enough to get saved uh, because you know how they believe, glory to God. They're still waiting on the Messiah. But not only was he, was he Jewish, now he's a born-again Jew, uh, glory to God. You know, he was the son of Sam. And I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Steve, I think it's called Steve Lefkowitz is his name, uh, his real name. And he's preaching the gospel in prison. Amen. And so if you, uh, your brother or sister or, or child, uh, they wasn't a, a serial killer and listening to dogs. If God could do that for uh, the son of Sam, I'm not going to keep calling him that because he's not that anymore. Uh, Stephen Lefkowitz, if God could do that for him, hallelujah. How much more can he do for us and, and the people that we love? Hallelujah. As I reflect on the amazing testimony of my sister's transformation, I am reminded of this wonderful truth. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. This is now true for my sister, as is true for you and me. But sometimes we can take this beauty for granted. Consider afresh today, how long have you been in Christ? What does that look like for you? In what ways has God made you new? What old things have passed away? Take some time to be reminded of the joy of your salvation and praise God for all he has done and undone in your life. Now pray. Papa, 
Thank you today for my salvation and for stopping and stooping to pick me up and carry me. I pray today that you would restore to me anything the enemy has tried to steal, kill, and destroy, and that I would have a fresh joy and awareness of all you have died to save me from and for. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, Thank God. Hallelujah. There's nothing too hard for him. Thank God, hallelujah, that if he brought us this far, he's not going to leave us. He's not that kind of a God, hallelujah, uh, that just takes us this far and says, okay, gotcha, see you, uh, glory to God. Or like some people uh, that bring you home from church, and uh, they can't even go into your block. They're like, well, I'm not going that way. And so they leave you a few, few blocks away. I never understood that. People always say, uh, uh, do you mind, uh, Darlena? Um, uh, can you take me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this car has a steering wheel. Uh, Once I take you, guess what? It'll steer and it'll take me the other way. It doesn't matter if I'm going your way. You're my sister or you're my brother. Yes, I can take you home. I never understood how people were so cruel uh, just to leave somebody or or even to sometimes they take you to the bus stop. Like, come on, uh, it's that deep. If you need some gas money, ask. But don't, how do you do people like that? Well, our daddy's not like that. He takes us to our destination. Hallelujah. He takes us from point A to point B. He never just leaves us for the enemy to be able to come and, and bother us and do what he wants to do. No, he protects us. He walks with us. Even when we don't believe it or it doesn't feel like it, he's there. He doesn't go anywhere. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's there when you're crying, and he's wiping your tears, glory to God. He's the one that's keeping us. He's the reason why we're able to make it from day to day. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lived, I was able to get up out the bed in spite of the, of the, the fighting and, the, and the, the warfare that was going on. Yes, because I win, glory to God. And because, hallelujah, after a while, I, I, I sensed the, the angels ministering to me. I sensed the presence of the Most High God giving me strength to face today. And tomorrow, I might have to go through the same thing, but it doesn't matter uh, because I'm going to do what he's called me to do, and he's going to always be there to make sure I'm okay. Same thing for you. Whether you're even doing what you're supposed to do, isn't that something? Even when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, even when we're the one that made the mess, come on now, and even if we're the one that made the mistake, he still doesn't say, well, listen, uh, this was uh, the last time I told you. No, no, no. He's still there, glory to God, to tell you it's okay, uh, daughter. It's okay, son. I'm here, and we're going to make it, and it's going to be okay because I got you. Hallelujah. It's nothing like it. I will always remember how God sent me people in different times of my life, just like in your life, to help me to get through. Uh, sometimes it was Spencer, uh, you know, and then after I got to be a certain age, it was someone else. And, and then sometimes when I didn't have a mother, he would send people to be in that spot. Come on now. Same thing for many of you. Glory to God. When we were lacking, he would always send provision. If he sent someone uh, in 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 a human form or he just sent help from heaven, he never, ever leaves us. Neither does he forsake us. Because above all, he did it for you and he did it for me. He took the fall because he loves you and he loves me above all else. Amen. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you how you've never left us nor forsaken us. We thank you for how you died, that we would live. And God, I thank you right now that we're going to walk in that abundant life. We're not going to be having the woe is me's, no, 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 the complaining spirits. We're going to let that go, glory to God. And we're going to look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. And we're going to trust you that if you brought us this far, that you can bring us to the other side. 
God, we love you today, and we honor you. We give you, Father God, every situation. We lay them at your feet. You said, cast your care upon me because I care for you. And so, Father, that's what we're doing. Every situation, every problem, everything we're going through, Father God, we're trusting you to show us, Father God, how to do our part. And the part we can do, Father God, we know that you can and you will because we have trust in you. You showed us that you're trustworthy. You've shown us to be faithful. And so we trust you, Father, today. Father, please touch people in their bodies that need to be healed. Please touch people in their minds that need their minds renewed. My, my, my. I thank you right now, Father God, that we're going to spend time in your presence. We're going to talk to you, Father God. We're not going to move without getting uh, uh, um, our uh, marching orders. We're not just going to walk willy-nilly. No, no, no. We're going to acknowledge you in all our way so you can direct our path. Because I'm asking that you would please touch our prophetess Yvette and our uh, evangelist Pat in the name of Jesus. Touch their bodies. I thank you that you're continuing to strengthen our elder roles, Father God, and all those that are going through. Father, you see and you know what each person stands in need of, and we know you are the I am that I am. Whatever we need you to be, that's what you'll be in more. God, we thank you for financial blessings. Many of us need help. My, my, my. Oh, God, meet the need in the name of Jesus. You said that you would. And, Father, please don't forget Jerusalem. Bless her with peace. Please don't forget your people all across this world, Father God, your missionaries, your your children, Father God, uh, your elders, your pastors all across uh, this world, Father God, that are lifting up the bloodstained banner. God, please don't forget them. I'm asking this in the name of Jesus the Christ, and I'm calling it done. Amen and amen. We'll see you, um, those of you that have a school of ministry, uh, come on out. We'll see you at 7. And for the rest of you, please meet our prophetess Setsu. Uh, glory to God for a magnificent Monday. I wish she's going to take us to the throne of grace at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Love you. Talk to you later. God bless you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.